We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Storm Dare Weather Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Luna. And I am Corey Taylor. <laughs> and this is the Break in the Heat edition. What number? Uh, 21? Yeah, number 21. Wow. Yeah. We've Our got podcast 21. is almost old enough to drink. Oh, my. <laughs> well, not 21 years. 21 episodes, maybe not. Well, well we need we need some hydration because all this heat. I need heat. some. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, the good news is... Looks like this is going to break out a little bit, and well, we're going to get highs in where they should be this time of year. Here's hoping. What is the average high right now in the 80s still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about 82, 83. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the, See, that seems cool since we've been in the heat for so long. It feels like we should be in August by now because we've had consistently warm weather so far this These this, dog days. And we're not even in summer yet. Yeah, and that was started in May. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> May and keeps going. Oh man! I did notice a little bit of difference today. I w- I've been outside most of the day up until now, and I didn't actually start sweating until about eh, noon, eleven forty-five or noon. Usually, I'm sweating all day. Oh yeah. So there was a there was a nice breeze this morning, uh-huh. and I could feel cool air in that breeze. So it wasn't it wasn't ninety degrees already at ten o'clock this morning. You know? Well, you know, I did notice. I went outside. It it was breezy today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, it's not it's, so much right now though. No. And uh, we're looking outside. Uh, there's definitely more moisture in the air. The clouds are thicker than they normally are. Mostly so. cloudy, almost an overcast. Uh, yeah, that sun's still shining, though. Yeah. But but you're right. I mean, the, to, today's high is going to be knocked down a few. We could be 89-ish, you know. It's, I mean, the difference between 89 and 90 really isn't that much. But when you factor in the humidity, really. it's, it's going to be insane. Uh, well, the big story... Uh, that for this episode is the Springfield radar is down. The Springfield radar is down. Yeah, it's been down. What does that for mean while. for us? It means a lot for us. People don't understand what it means, but <laughs> yeah. it means that your apps aren't going to work right on your phone. Right. Uh, my parents, funny story, uh-huh. were watching Joplin News this week. Yeah. Uh, and it was probably Sunday or, you know. And uh, they called and said, What's up with all the rain? Around Branson right now, you look like, looks like you guys are getting stormed on. I go, no, no, we're not. It showed us their TV, and they had all the rain on the news on their weather maps that we had on Thursday at the exact same time the Springfield Doppler died. It like kept all the rain there oh. for, for the TV channels, so it looked like they were getting Branson was getting rain on Sunday when it was actually two days old information on that radar yeah because because they just locked on that last frame and i don't even think the guy even knew that the springfield radar was down (laughs) 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 he was showing radar and it would have been down for the joplin area too it's down for the whole area yeah the whole southwest area yeah and it i mean we now fortunately the radars are set up so if one goes down 
there we have neighboring radars. So uh, yeah. the the wow. Fort Smith radar is what primarily we're using right now, and that will cover pretty much south of I forty four up to like West Plains mm-hmm. and right on the edge. Little Rock will. Uh, their radar will go, what is it, the southern, south-central Missouri. I was picking up a storm near Ava the other day, better on Little Rock than any, any other radar available. So Yeah, and Kansas City for is usually for Springfield because it goes, let's see, I, I tracked that the other day. It's a little little south of Springfield. So, you know, we, we've got some neighboring radars it we may, can use. It may pick up that way, I mean, that far, but the accuracy is it, it it is off because it shoots pretty high in the sky by the time it shoots over Springfield all the way from Kansas City so you're not scanning the what you need to see you're scanning I mean if it's picking it up it means it must be a tall storm for sure I don't know yeah yeah because we all know I mean I think I did a weather school on how radars work um, you know, we, we all know that the earth is round unless you talk to a flat earther, yes. but the earth is round, but the radar beam is not. So when it leaves the radar station and keeps going, the earth curves. So technically the farther out it goes, the, the beam is higher up. So if it's picking up, like Kansas City's picking up something around Springfield, uh, like you said, it, it's going to be way up in the sky and it's picking up some stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's falling at the surface. Right. Yeah, and uh, the Springfield radar. I think the the first message I saw, they said it was a software failure, so they were reloading the software. Well, you and I noticed before it went down. We noticed it was acting a little quirky. Yeah, the velocities Thursday, were real Wednesday, grainy Thursday. and weird. Yeah, and they've had a weird line on on the thing for for a month or two. That kind of points east. It looks like a, a line of I don't know precipitation or something. Yeah, but uh, maybe maybe they're gonna fix that. I, well, I hope so. Well, the next day I went back and they said, okay, no, it's a hard, hard, hardware failure. And then the next day I went back and they said, it's a power failure. So I didn't know what, what to do. And then you saw what today, it was a gear or something? A gear. And they, they're, they've called people in from, from Norman to fix it. And they were supposed to be working on it all day yesterday. So at first we said they said that they might have it up yesterday and, and they didn't. And they haven't had it. They don't have it up as of uh, now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're watching day by day. I check it a couple times a day just to see. Oh, I do too. You know what's going on. See if they've updated the status, which they don't really update the status. <laughs> yeah, long. we just know like logging on to radar scope. If if the radar is out, it shows up as red, and it just mm-hmm. re- been remaining red. And we really kind of need this because uh, there's a pattern change coming, and it's we're going to start getting a lot of rain moving in, and it'd be nice to be able to track that accurately. It would be nice. Uh, it's nice if we were to have like some hail move through. It's easier to pick up that hail on on a local, more local radar than yeah. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, because the night that it went down, uh, there was a that was the night Springfield got a pretty decent hailstorm. Uh, oh, later, oh yeah. later on that night, it went down before anything ever hit Springfield. Okay, but uh, later that night they got some pretty good hail. So, and Branson had a pretty good storm too, some pretty clouds, nothing really severe. A lot of good pictures came mm-hmm. into the Facebook page. But uh yeah, it went down at like 7:30. There was there was no storms anywhere near Springfield. Usually when it goes down like that, it means it got struck by lightning or oh yeah, something storm related, but nothing. Yeah, just just a gear. You know, change, change, they they forgot to change the oil. That's what it was. Could be. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of that rain coming in, uh we see this afternoon, we're seeing a, a a nice line up near Kansas City, and that's mm-hmm. that boundary 
that's just slowly kind of moving this way. And it, it's generating a whole bunch of stuff. Plus, we're seeing some scattered pop activity in central Missouri. Uh, trying to extend down to Springfield, uh, like you said, if you Corey watched a while ago, if you look really close, there might be a little blip near near Stratford. But uh, yeah. again, not that's, too much going on. Yeah, right? that's Kansas City shooting way far out, so that little blip may be way up in the sky right now. Um, yeah, the boundary is is forecasted to kind of slide into the area, and we're going to have several uh, waves of energy kind of right along that boundary and. Uh, actually the rainfall amounts as of today, I mean, they're kind of all over the place. Um, the, I checked the GFS and the GFS is the more aggressive when it says three to four inches for Branson and Springfield. The Canadian models mm, says maybe one to two. Um, the icon, which is another, another model we use is, it says about three. The, the ensemble GEFS says about three. I think, uh, KY3 was saying something two to three yesterday or something like that. And, but the WPC Weather Prediction Center, which their job is to measure rain, says like one to two, maybe. Yeah, right now about one and a half to two. Corey's knee says about one point two five, one and a quarter inches. Well, if you, you, your knee is probably yeah, my hips too. My hips are starting to hurt. But also, you have to take in the factor <laughs> where uh, the thunderstorm set up because you're going to have a lot more rain where that where those happen. Like I could get. Two inches of rain at my house, and you get a tenth over here. You know, just depends on if we yeah. have to get under. Well, especially a storm. The, those pop things. But I mean, I this hopefully that boundary will set up right between Springfield and Branson. And, yeah, hopefully. And, and we all know it's not going to stay there. It's going to waver back and forth. So when we uh, and originally, I think we were hoping that that little rainmaker down in Texas was going to grab a hold of that uh, and start. You know that tropical moisture up here, but now the models are kind of backing off. They're wanting to take it kind of through Southern Texas and then shove it back into Mexico. But what's mm. going to happen is there's a high over like Florida ish area. And then there's that low and their combined wind is taking bunches of Gulf moisture and just shoving it right up this well, way. That's a good thing. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need, we need lift. So that's, that's the boundary. Uh, moisture, which we got, and heat, uh, we could be, you know, there's there's talk of severe weather. I'm not really seeing severe weather. I think weather. the Storm Prediction Center has a marginal out to our north and west area, but... Is I'm that not, for tomorrow? Yeah. Or, yeah. And I'm not even, I don't even care. I just want it to rain. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we had just an all-day soaker? Wouldn't that be nice? That would be awesome. Yeah, well, the, the Branson forecast is calling, what, 60%, 60% chance. 60% chance. And then, what, 50 tomorrow night and 40% on Thursday yeah. and stuff. Uh, the last check, we may get a little break on Friday, but then yet another wave of rain is supposed to come in for the weekend. Which, we Yeah, could. they've been saying uh, showers and thunderstorms likely for a couple days now for Saturday on the Springfield forecast. So, something to watch. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully we can we can get something out of this. Um, just just rain. I checked the drought monitor this morning and specifically logged into Branson. And technically, we are not in a drought. Um, southwest, extreme southwest Missouri, McDonald County, kind of around that that area, uh, was saying just like drought stage one between mm -hmm. zero and one. So you know that abnormally dry. And well, we still have up in northwestern Missouri, uh, like D3, they're exceptionally dry up there. It's still spring. Yeah, for two more days. But it's still spring. <laughs> we shouldn't be this dry yet. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> and if we're this dry now, just think of what could happen if we don't get a bunch of rain. Get, get a soaker. I, I I know. I mean, we're, we're running a deficit. I think we talked about that last week. We're like two inches or something under, or 2.9, I don't know, under. We need to get that back up because we do not want to go back into a drought again. So if, if the GFS is right, three to four, That's that would be great. Thing. That's a good thing. And not all at one time. That's the thing. It's spread out. The, mm-hmm. the problem is, is when we get these, which we talked about previously, you get these pop storms, it's going to drop three, four, five inches in one area in about two hours. Well, that's great, but that doesn't really help <laughs> the widespread concern yeah. of, of that. Um, and you brought it up. We're going to talk about it. Two more days is the official astronomical summer. What time does that start? you have that? You know, I don't have that. Don't we'll, we'll check that during the weather school, but uh, which I think is, this is kind of funny because um, we've been hot in the 90s for a few weeks now, and then now the official astronomical summer is coming along. Uh, we're down, you know, back below 90. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not complaining at all. No, not at all. Uh, let me see. Oh, I checked the uh, the NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric website, and uh, they said, <laughs> kind of entertaining, they said that Mother Nature was dealt a three of a kind, and they are saying uh, for the globe, this is for the globe, it's the fourth warmest consecutive May on record, the fourth warmest consecutive March through May, and the fourth consecutive warmest year to date. This is for the entire globe. That's crazy. It, it's warming up. Well, you have to look at that data and think about uh, what's going on exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they measured the contiguous U.S. at 5.2 degrees Fahrenheit above the average. And that'll affect the weather. It'll affect mm-hmm. ocean temperatures. It'll affect everything. The poles. Absolutely. Ice, the ice starts melting. Yeah, I we 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 got to stop this somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's another podcast. We'll right. we'll talk about that. Uh, let's see. We got uh, is that about it on the on the big story? I mean, we really need that radar back. I mean, for sure. Hopefully they'll they'll get it back. But since it's been so hot, we've got uh, weather school. We've done this uh, the weather school before, but uh, I thought since it's been really really hot and we got to cool down, but it's going to get hot again, uh, we would do the heat. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Ah, uh, it's summertime. The sun is shining and it's really hot outside, but the backyard needs to be mowed. The only time to do it is around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Is this a good idea? Honey, what are you doing? It's hot outside. Well, I gotta mow the lawn, dear. We all like to go outside and soak up some sun. But sometimes the hot weather conditions can affect our health. We talk a lot about thunderstorms and snow, but heat is something many of us don't consider to be a problem. I hear people say, It's summer. It's hot. Deal with it. But problems can arise when high humidity is combined with hot air temperatures. 
We've all heard of the heat index, but what is it? Well, the heat index is a measure of how hot it really feels when the air temperature and humidity are combined. This combination can make it hard to breathe, and it hinders the body to be able to cool itself efficiently. When it's hot, our bodies try to regulate our internal temperature by sweating. On low humidity days, this process works well as the sweat evaporates into the air. This evaporation process essentially cools the skin. Think of those times when you've just gotten out of the pool and it feels really cold for a second. That cold you're feeling is the water or sweat evaporating. Once the liquid evaporates, then your perception of the surrounding air returns to a normal state. In high humidity environments, your sweat won't evaporate as fast or at all. It is then that your body will not be able to regulate its internal temperature. You'll then start to overheat and start feeling the effects of it. When we talk about heat advisories and excessive heat warnings, then this means a prolonged period of hot and humid conditions can take a toll on our body. If you do not live in an air-conditioned environment, then you will be susceptible to heat-related illnesses. The very young and the elderly are most at risk. So, what's the difference between a heat advisory and an excessive heat warning? In general, a heat advisory is issued when the maximum heat index temperature is expected to be 100 degrees or higher for at least two days, and the nighttime air temperature will not drop below 75. An excessive heat warning is defined as the heat index of at least 105 degrees for more than three hours per day for two consecutive days, or the heat index is expected to be more than 115 degrees for any period of time. Let's talk about what happens when you get overheated. You can come under the effects of heat exhaustion. There are two types of heat exhaustion. One, water depletion, in which the symptoms include excessive thirst, weakness, headache, and loss of consciousness. And second, salt depletion, in which symptoms include nausea, vomiting, muscle cramps, and dizziness. Heat exhaustion isn't as serious as heat stroke, although heat exhaustion can progress into heat stroke. Heat stroke is a medical emergency. Some symptoms include a throbbing headache, dizziness and lightheadedness, unconsciousness, your sweating stops, you've got red, hot, and dry skin, a rapid heartbeat, confusion, or sometimes seizures. The best thing to do for someone experiencing heat exhaustion is to immediately take them to a cool place. An air-conditioned building is the best, or at least a shady place. Give them liquids like water or sports drinks and put towels soaked in cool water on their skin. Make sure their clothes are loose or remove any unnecessary clothing. If the person does not feel better within an hour after using these techniques, then seek medical attention. For heat stroke, the treatment is immediate cooling of the body. 
again, this is a medical emergency and the person should be taken to the hospital. There, they can achieve rapid cooling by immersing the person in a bath of cold or ice water, which will quickly lower the body temperature. Some doctors prefer to use an evaporation technique instead of immersion. And another way is to wrap the person in a special cooling blanket. The National Weather Service is really good about calculating the threat risk for heat-related weather conditions. So if you happen to get under a heat advisory or an excessive heat warning, then pay attention. Hydrate. Don't do strenuous activities outdoors and stay cool. Keep these things in mind if you're going to work or play outside in the middle of summer. And don't forget to use sunscreen. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And that's everything you need to know about heat. Exhaustion, stroke. That was so hot, it was cool, Andy. Oh, thanks. I kind of like that. So uh, you did some research while we were doing that. So when does summer officially start? Thursday, June 21st, 2018. Summer starts at 5.07 a.m. Central Daylight Time. So Branson area is 5.07 a.m. If you're going to get up and welcome summer, welcome the uh, summer. uh, If you want to get up and do uh, some sort of... uh, Dance, summer solstice <laughs> ritual on your front lawn in your bathrobe. Five oh seven is the time to do that. You know the temperatures will be great. At it that would, point. and and a lot of sprinkler systems are going on. Your irrigation, so you might get a free shower out there. Wow, sounds like I water my yard. Sounds like a festive event. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> uh oh, guess what? Just came off the line. What? What? Oh, this just in to Stormdar weather. The NOAA.gov, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, has issued an El Nino watch. What's, what's an El Nino watch? i never heard of that before. Yeah, I don't think it's a huge deal. Um, I think, let's Should see. I get my El Nino uh, actions uh, set forth to... For to be prepared for an El Nino, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. I, do you got your uh, El Nino uh, binoculars? I don't. Oh, I, I wonder some. where we can buy those. Huh. Well, check Amazon real quick. I think we could need some El Nino. <laughs> El Nino. And if they're not there, we could sell some. Oh, that would be cool. Put our little logo on it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be neat. <laughs> well, uh, technically, what that means is conditions are favorable for the development of El Nino within the next six months. So there you go. That could. Affect the Ozarks winter. Just something we'll have to watch. Yeah, yeah, we could get a ton of snow. Let's let's do that. Let let's bank on that. You want to do that? That'll make it not happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's so bank. Let's on... do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in a few months, we're going to have to do our uh, our winter weather outlook 2018 2019, yeah. and uh, that will come into play. Uh, <laughs> Little monkey wrench. Yeah, so, uh, okay, let's get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And the Stormdar weather, weather word of the week this week is... 
How do you pronounce that? Zephyr? 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 I don't know. I think it's Zephyr. Zephyr? Z-E-P-H-Y-R. It's different than a Zeppelin, which that's a flying blimp, I think. Huh. I think. And uh, so, you know what Zephyr means? It means a gentle breeze. Ah. That's about it. Oh, well, yeah. They named trains after it, like train cars. Yeah, you you sent me... I. <laughs> It's funny because I texted you that word last night and you sent me a, a, a picture of a train, which is something Continental Zephyr or something yeah. train. Yeah. I said, is it a train? I mean, it, it's a gentle breeze through the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. It derives from Zephyros, Z-E-P-H-Y-R-O-S, which is the ancient Greek word for west wind. Very so, cool. So I thought that was an interesting word because, I mean, Zephyr, I wouldn't think Zephyr would be yeah. a, a weather word. Well, I guess you're in Greece. <laughs> well, I think that's probably this is going to be a short one today. There's not a whole lot going on. Uh, hopefully, the sto- the, uh, the storm radar, the National Weather Service radar, is going to be up, and I hope everyone has their rain gauges out uh, because we're hoping to get some good soaking rain out of this thing. I think we all need to get together, maybe. Do a GoFundMe for the Springfield radar to get it up back up and running. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could have a telethon down here in the media center. Oh, that would be fun. I could do a little song. Okay. Let's see here. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. It's raining over Branson, but the radar is dry. Oh, <laughs> oh hey. Oh, there you go. Wow. Wow. You know, I could put I a company that myself. To that. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. Wow, you should be a musician, Hand, too. We could, it could be called Hands Around the Doppler. or hand, Oh, we got to think of something. Ring Around the Doppler. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Up with gears. <laughs> Man, we can. there's tons of GoFundMe pages yeah, that we can we write go. for this one. <laughs> oh, gosh, I was trying to think of some, something else. Uh, you got anything else on this episode? <sighs> no. I just hope we have some rain to talk about next week. Oh, yeah. And uh, for those of you, uh, oh, allergies. Allergies are going down, but mold is up. And, of course, I've been talking for, what, 20 minutes now. So my throat is getting that frog in it. Uh, I think it's inherited. My mother gets that proverbial frog in her throat as well. So it's, yeah, thanks, Mom. And now i got to clear my throat all the time. Uh, for those of you who <clears throat> keep following us, we keep saying we've got stuff in the workings. We actually do have stuff mm-hmm. in the workings. Uh, I have the potential for um, uh, a list of people I'm going to set up some really cool interviews for so we can uh, get those into the podcast. And our projects are are rolling right along. And uh, hopefully in the next week or two, we will do a video uh, explaining one of our big projects. Uh, I got to get together with you on that one, Corey, because you're the video guy. I am? Yep. Okay. So keep watching us, and <clears throat> I guess we'll wrap this up for this time. All right. All right. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. That does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Mm-hmm.